I'm going to go now to Irene Mbanga, who's going to be telling us about the weird and wonderful state called erotomania. Uh, good evening, Irene. Hi, good evening. This is not a commonplace uh, medic- uh, mental issue. No, it's not very common. It's actually very, uh, very, uh, how can I call it, it's very scarce. Uh, very few people suffer from that condition and it's not very well uh, understood by people. I, I was talking with Koketso and, and saying that often we hear about it when it comes to a celebrity, somebody who thinks the celebrity really loves them and is going to leave their partner for us. Yes. Um, I don't know of many or any high-profile cases in South Africa, um, but certainly this must happen in a situation where it's not a high-profile patient. What does the research say? Well, it can happen uh, to a not-so-profile uh, person, but usually it's, it's a person of, of power, like maybe a teacher or a church minister or a, a, a uh, actress or an actor, somebody who has got some kind of a position in his or her career. And it's not very well understood by the public either because a lot of people, those few who have erotomania, don't look ill. They don't act ill. And a lot of people do not understand that they are ill. And a lot of people are easily convinced by those people that that person is really in love with them. And um, they manage to convince some people that, that that love is real. And a lot of people don't realize that it's a delusion. And sometimes it is too late when people realize that it was all the time a delusion and that the person was sick. And it's very difficult to diagnose. So you can't just take this person to a doctor and say, this person is ill, this person has got erotomania, because they um, they are very smooth on their tongues, they speak well for themselves, and they sometimes convince the doctors that you are talking nonsense, there's nothing wrong with them. So if, if a person has got erotomania and is stalking someone, that person that is being stalked, has got to keep a record of all the things that that person does. They always like to bring gifts, unwanted gifts. And most of the time, the gifts are inappropriate for that person. And they always want to be in the presence of that person that they idolize. They will go to a function even if they don't want to be at that function or they don't like that function just to be near that person that they are deeply in love with. And they always believe that that person would have reciprocated that love, but there are people who are jealous and who are standing between them and the person that they love. So it's always that it's always the other people who are causing the rift between this person and the and the victim i will always call the person that is being loved the victim because that person suffers the um, the effects of this erotomanic person because they 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 intrude on that person's privacy does it help stand next to that person's house mm. they will stand next to that person's car they will always try 
try to stand next to that person if there's a queue or whatever that where people must stand and wait for something. They will always want to stand next to that person. They will always want to have their photograph taken with that person. And uh, if that person is not aware of this illness, then they, they will suffer the consequences. Because sometimes, unfortunately, before the illness shows itself, some people usually befriend this person with erotomania. And only later do they find that this person is actually making a nuisance of themselves. And sometimes by the time they want to extricate themselves out of that relationship, sometimes it's very difficult to. But um, it is a very uh, uh, disturbing uh, situation because you can't even go to the police station and say that this person is stalking me or harassing me because the police don't take those kinds of cases. You actually would have to go and, and make a, um, a restriction order at a magistrate's court for that person to, to leave you alone. So it's, it's a bit of a tricky situation. Now, um, it is a delusion. So is, is it a little bit like anorexia where somebody looks in the mirror and despite the fact that they are um, wasting away, they feel that they're overweight? Is there any benefit in the person uh, who's in this case being stalked uh, trying to penetrate the delusion and saying, I don't want to see you, I don't love you? It, it, it doesn't make any difference. They okay. can say they don't want them, they can shout at them and they can chase them away, they come back. They come back all the time. They they don't stop. So really, what you need is a restraining order. You need you need to have them seen by a doctor and and prescribe some medication. Apparently, the medication that is used for things like depression and and the anxiety disorders does help somewhat with the and and then they would need counselling to make them understand that that person is not in love with them, that it's mm. a delusion that is all in their minds. Mm. It takes a lot of convincing. They don't get easily convinced because they are of the opinion that that person is in love with me. But all these people that are telling me mm. that I'm sick are the ones who are preventing that person from declaring his or her mm. love for me. Well, that's it's what a, it's a very difficult situation. Yeah, that's what you see in the movies. You see the story where the person starts off being protective and yes. then it starts to be violent off about Yeah, they can be dangerous yeah. because what happens is that when they see that they are all their advances are met with a, 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 a negative uh, attitude by this person that they're stalking or if that person walks in front of them with their partner that they are really in love with, then the, this person with the erotomania always believes that that person who is working with this imaginary lover of theirs is the one who is the, the, the stumbling block between their love, and they can get dangerous. They can get assaultive. They can, they can actually harm that person. So uh, it is always um, maybe a good thing to, 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 to do that restriction order that they mustn't come near you for so many meters or so many whatever. But they can get dangerous when they are desperate and they know that they have lost the person.
or if they, are, if they feel that their love is not re- reciprocated, they can get dangerous. They can get very, very desperate. So uh, it, is, it is something that uh, is, is, is very, very tragic because they have got no insight. They actually make a joke of you if you tell them that they are ill and that they need to see a doctor and that they, they, they need to, to be examined and treated, and then they, they laugh you off. They tell you, you're mistaken. I'm not ill. There's nothing wrong with me. <laughs> and they make a joke of it. And then, unfortunately, a lot of people um, who do not understand the illness would think that you are uh, being too hard on that person. There's nothing wrong with that person. That is a lovely person. And uh, they don't cause any trouble for anyone. All that they're doing, they're just in love with someone. What is wrong with love? They don't, people don't always know that there's a difference between love and a delusion. Absolutely. I'm chatting with... I'm chatting with uh, Irene Mabanga um, about the topic of erotomania. A couple of wa- uh, WhatsApps have come through. I'm going to come to those when I'm finishing this interview um, about this this tricky topic. Irene, you were saying that um, people, of course, are in denial. How on earth do they get people to treatment then? Because if you don't believe there's anything wrong, um, do, does it have to get to the point where somebody is harming somebody before they get taken off, uh, sort of in the straitjacket that we see in the movies? Well, uh, because you actually can't have them certified under the Mental Health Act, because if they haven't done anything drastic, you actually can't certify them. Because people with erotomania are high-functioning, they're working, they, are, uh, they don't seem to have anything wrong with them, it's only that person that they are harassing that is feeling this, uh, this illness that is actually getting all the effects of this unwanted attention, this unwanted behavior, this delusional attention behavior. So only that person is suffering, or maybe that person and his or her family. But the other people will not feel it because that will only be directed at one specific person. So that person can't go to the police station, and if he finds that it is getting too much, the best thing to do is to go to a magistrate's court and have a restriction order against that person that is harassing him or her. And then if it gets to a point where that person breaks the restriction order, then the court can force that person to go for treatment. Because the court can say, you've broken your restriction order, you, you must go for treatment, otherwise if you don't go for treatment, then we will have you arrested. And that is the only way that they will go for treatment, otherwise there is no other way. Now, you, you've outlined the mechanism, but the reality, we just had a call from somebody who's gone to an understaffed hospital. In reality, does that work? Have you had any experience of anyone who has, as a result of having a restraining order for erotomania, uh, then had a court order that ordered them to go no, for psychiatric no, help? No, I, I don't know anyone. I, I'm just saying I think that would be the only way to get them to uh, get treatment. Uh, yes. Yeah. Because what happens usually is that the, sometimes the people with erotomania will haunt or harass a person and stalk a person and sometimes they give up if they find that that person 
is not uh, available, is mm. not reachable, mm. or that person gets married and they see that they have lost, then they move away from that person and go start a life somewhere else and possibly go harass someone else somewhere else. But they, it's very rare that you actually get someone actually going for treatment because the courts have ordered it. Okay, but there is a mechanism in place. Sorry? There is a mechanism in place. I, I don't think there is. I think that's the only way that one can get them. Because they no, are that's what I'm saying. That's that's the route that people would have to Yes, that's the route that people yeah. would have okay. to take. Have a court order, go to court if it if they break it, and the court should take action against that person that's harassing you and force them to take treatment. Because oh. there's, there's no other way. They are normal. They look normal. They act normal. They talk Highly normal. functioning. Mm. They... they if you saw one of them, you would you would never say they they've got erotomania, mm. and they are so convincing. Absolutely. And when they tell other people about this love affair, a lot of people, because of lack of insight, also believe this person is in love. Absolutely, and they don't always get the story of the other person who is being harassed, who is being stalked, who is having a. a, a a terrible life. Absolutely. Um, that's Irene Mabanga from Cape Town. Thank you. For, thank you for your time on Cape Talk.